August, 1983. Lainey is an old soul. All her friends say so, but until recently, she wasn't quite sure what they meant. She was a little girl when she first heard her gram say the same thing, and for a long time afterward, she wondered if a person is born an old soul, or if having an old soul comes from one's life experiences. She would never forget the first time she'd heard Graham describe her that way. She'd been lying on top of her sheets in the little room off the kitchen, listening to her brother Lyle snoring softly and wishing she could fall asleep too. But the Georgia night was too hot, and the fiery orange sun was taking its sweet time sinking behind the rolling hills of her grandparents' farm. She studied the familiar tiny blue flowers on the sun-gilded wallpaper next to her bed listened to the slow, steady whir of the ceiling fan in the kitchen, and without thinking, started to softly sing the song the local country station had been playing all summer. She'd even heard Gramp humming it earlier that evening, his eyes glistening with tears. Right then and there, she'd decided that the lonely tune about the Wichita lineman was the saddest song she'd ever heard. But that made her love it all the more. She heard the screen door squeak open, and the familiar clunk of Gramps' boot as he caught it with his foot so it wouldn't bang. If we don't get some rain, he said as the latch clicked, those free stones are going to be as dry as my old bones. Laney could hear the beans she'd helped pick that afternoon plinking into Gram's metal colander. The Lord'll provide, Lon, Gram replied. He always does. Laney could tell she was smiling. I know, Gramp said with a tired sigh, but it'd be nice if he'd provide a little sooner. The plinking stopped, and Laney surmised that Gramp's strong brown arms were wrapped around Gram's waist. That little Laney is such an old soul, Gram said softly, making Laney's ears perk up. I know, Gramp agreed with a quiet chuckle. She always, but Graham's words were suddenly drowned out by the tap squeaking open, followed by rushing water. Laney knew Gramp was holding his hand under the stream, waiting for it to get cold. So she sat up, trying to hear the rest of Graham's words. But by the time the water was cold enough and Gramp's glass was full, Graham was on to talking about how many jars of jam they'd put up that afternoon. For six years old, she's a good little helper, were the only words she heard. Laney flopped back down. What did Graham mean? Did she mean she was old? Like Graham, for heaven's sake? Or did being helpful make you old? Laney waited until Graham turned off the light, and Gramp tugged the chain on the ceiling fan. Then she slipped over to her brother's bed. Lyle was eight. Surely he'd know. Lie, she whispered. Wake up. Her brother groaned, and she nudged him. Lyle! What's an old soul? She whispered urgently. Darned if I know, he mumbled, his words muffled by his pillow. You must know. Haven't you ever heard of it? For Pete's sake, Lane, go back to sleep, he said gruffly, rolling over to face the blue-flowered wallpaper and promptly ending the conversation. Reluctantly, Laney shuffled back to her own bed edged over to the open window, wrapped her arms around her nightgowned knees, and looked out at the last remnants of hot pink flame
streaking across the horizon. She thought about Graham's words and all the other mysteries in her six-year-old world. And then she gazed up at the azure blue heavens, sparkling with diamonds, and quietly whispered the constellation's names, just as Gramp had taught her.